coming up on the Middle Class VO Podcast. One of my favorite coaches has told me this over and over again, and I still don't do it every time. If you have that out-of-the-box, you know, different audition, make that your first one if you're doing two takes. If you need e-learning, we're just an email away. Corporate narration, tell us what to say. Explain a video, imaging radio, slinging local cars, reading IVR. No, we ain't no stars. This is the Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast. Well, hello from Nashville, Tennessee. Kevin Kilpatrick here with Bobby Maxwell, who is usually in Cincinnati, but guess what? I'm here! (laughs) Socially distanced, of course. Socially distanced, of course. Uh, Yeah, we're doing the podcast uh, live together this time around. uh, We get to do this maybe once a year, and it's been, what, a good two years probably since the last time we were together? I think it is. In the same room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. So that's cool. So uh, just for uh, perspective, we just had uh, dinner. We had... uh, And Kevin can cook a mean steak. (laughs) I'm sorry. Grill a mean steak. Well, if it it involves fire, I can handle it usually. (laughs) That's what I'm... Thank you for dinner. That was awesome. Oh, you're welcome. And that's a good uh, uh, drink, uh, water. (laughs) So, but it is the Middle Class Video Podcast. And we thought um, we would do a a special episode from uh, the Nashville studio and talk about auditions. Oh, yeah. Something, if you're a true VO, you should be doing every day, multiple times. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and so many people want to know, oh, what's the trick? What's the, what's the, I don't know, what's the tip? What's the tool? What do you do? And it, it I don't know. It, it's various things. It, it could be anything. It could be nothing. Right, right. right. It's, and, it, you know, a lot of times it's the casting person or the producer or the client. They, they, they say, we'll know when we hear it. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing that you could have done any better or any differently. It's just they know what they're looking for and something is going to click for them. Yeah. And I've actually, uh, I read an article one time and it, it talked about uh, various casting directors and sometimes how the decisions are made. And sometimes the decision is made is because they're tired and they're tired of hearing people and they choose one of the last ones. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of crazy stuff that will happen. So you know, we beat ourselves up in this industry over auditioning. We don't need to. We don't need to. We got to we gotta do them, send them, forget them, right? Yeah. Um, and, and something that is really, really big, and I hear this over and over and over again, is don't do it necessarily how you think they want mm-hmm. to hear it. You know, step out of the box. You know, you're an actor probably, or, you know, you're going to be a good voice actor. Something that's going to just shake them up a little bit, like you said. Something different that nobody else would do. Because if they are listening to, you know, a hundred auditions back to back to back to back, you're going to stick out and they're going to put you on the um, the short list. Yeah. And so make it just make it you make it different. Don't make it what you think they want. Yeah, absolutely. And I've I've heard coaches tell me they're like, Kev, don't try to sound like we think we want to hear. Don't yeah. try to sound like that. Be you. Make it memorable. Make it different. And uh, speaking of that, Bobby and I, we thought we would run down you know some of our our auditions that we've done here in the last while that have actually landed gigs. I haven't heard Bobby. She hasn't heard mine. And I just, I'm just i going to give honest feedback on her audition, why I think it booked, and she's going to do the same for me. 
Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's a little little unnerving, but um, <laughs> you and I have been doing this for a while, and uh, I feel comfortable being around you and and exposing myself and being vulnerable. This is a safe place, Bobby, isn't it? It's, I always feel safe with you. <laughs> so um, Bobby's going to get started. And, and break it down for us, Bobby. Tell us about this audition, uh, what it was, what, what the specs, the usage. Uh, you know, we, we don't want to talk about budget or anything, but just the usage. And if you recall the specs, and then we're going to play the audition. I do recall the specs. Um, and this was not on a pay-to-play or through an agent. This actually came through my website, which oh, always, wow. I, I love that when wow. you know when they find you for some reason. And and I specifically asked him when he hired me, when he gave me the specs, I was like, oh, really? Because I, I typically don't do that type of voice. And it, it's like the complete opposite of what I would normally do. Is there a particular cut you heard on one of my demos? Mm-hmm. So um, his name is Andrew, and Andrew works for a company, and they are doing a children's story. And they're looking for a female, wise, old elder. And so it would be obviously older, and, you know, he didn't say, like, Oprah Winfrey, but that's who I would immediately think of. Mm -hmm. Or um, what's the other actress's name that was um, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Viola Davis, yeah. That's who I would think. That's that's kind of who I patterned after. And so I sent him with what, you know, I thought might be a wise old elder. Okay. Uh, Well, we got to hear this now. We got to hear the audition, and then we will uh, come back and talk about it, and then we will play the real spot, the actual recording of it. There's no such thing as a bad decision if you carefully consider all the possibilities and do your best. It's important to trust yourself. Worrying doesn't help. Use two magic words when you try your best, but fail to reach your goal. Oh, well. Wow. Okay, so, (laughs) no, what I got from that was old, wise lady. Which, you know, there's about a hundred jokes I could throw in right there about my good friend Bobby Maxwell. (laughs) But I'm not going to. I'm older, but I'm not that much older. (laughs) No, not at all. But, you know, to me, that totally fit the spec. Um, You know, are there different choices that could have been made by those that cast that? Of course. But you fit the specs, you know, so you had that much going for you right away. And you were believable. You were, you know, I believed that character that you were reading. So to me, I think that's why you booked. And it's, it's what is it? It's an animation you said? It's a children's story. Children's story. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, online. Okay. But the thing is, is Kev, I don't, I don't ever do that voice. I'm, you know, me, I'm kind of bright and bubbly and friendly. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do a lot of automotive, so it's very upbeat. So I had to think, how would, her name is Hygieia. How would Hygieia sound? What would a wise old el- uh, elder be? And I thought, wise old owl. So I wanted to be like. Oh, wow. Yeah. I went with a, an animal. Wow. Because it's a children's story. And that's yeah. where that came from. I saw an old owl sitting, sitting in a tree talking down to, you know, some baby owls. Those that were not as wise. <laughs> <laughs> some baby owls not as wise. 
Well, that that's see, that's excellent, and that just goes to show you follow the specs, take a chance because certainly not everybody would think. Uh, let me let me channel an owl here. Nobody's going to think that right. right away, but you took a chance, and I think that's a big part of auditioning is is taking chances like that. So yeah, kudos on that, Bobby. Very good. And something to think about. And one of my favorite coaches has told me this over and over again, and I still don't do it every time. If you have that out of the box. Um, you know, different audition, make that your first one if you're doing two takes. So mm-hmm. do what, you know, think might cause a little, you know, a little interest. And then what you think they might want would be your second one because you want to you want to grab them because they yeah. may not get to the second take. you got to grab them right away. Yeah. That's, yes, excellent point. Okay, so and, what do you have? So... This one is for uh, Cracker Barrel Cheese, which Cracker Barrel, you know, not everybody knows what Cracker Barrel is, but in the South, we know what Cracker Barrel is. It's a chain of restaurants, and it's the old country store. They have a store, and then, you know, it's it's Southern fried food, basically. Good old, it's so good. It's, yeah, it's good old home cooking, <laughs> but it's a chain of them, and they've uh, also released uh, their own cheese brand. And so this uh, particular audition was for the cheese of Cracker Barrel Cheese, which is very good, by the way. I'll, I'll say that. So the audition came in, and the description was husband and wife having a conversation about which cheese to choose uh, at the store. They're at the checkout line, and they're having a debate, basically, on what cheese to choose uh, before heading home. That was the specification. That was the layout. The direction, three words, no discernible accent. Oh my gosh. That's it. That's really? it. So so that that gave me I'm like, okay, well, I'm a husband. I know how those conversations go. A hundred percent. So let me tap into that. Should we bring Deborah in? Here? <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> Deborah! Oh, you're in here. Of of course. She's got that mama hearing. She's the real wife. I'm she, the work wife. She's got that mama hearing and she's got that wife hearing, man. So Deborah, come here, please. So when I auditioned for this, yeah. all I had to do was think about a conversation that this lady right here and I, wife. Deborah, just say hi so they can hear you. Hello. So she and I have had many conversations about, you know, what's the best choice to make and, you know, all that stuff. And so I'm like, let me try to tap into that, be as real as I can. But I wanted to take some chances with vocalizations and try to be more normal sounding rather than immediately diving into the uh, text and start talking like Johnny Radio Boy because we know after doing years this that mm-hmm. that doesn't work so you got to take chances so and bear in mind this is a dialogue audition so i have no female to bounce back so i did the lines like two at a time so which okay. which was another interesting choice apparently from what i heard um so anyway here's here it is maybe wait wait I, I did choose that cheese. I did choose that cheese. Are you challenging my cheese choice? Are, are you challenging my cheese choice? Uh, what cheese did you choose? But what cheese did you choose? Oh, your cheese choice is a choosier choice than my cheese choice. Oh, your cheese choice is a choosier choice than my cheese choice. Hmm, another challenging choice at the checkout. Hmm, another challenging choice at the checkout. <sighs> so... Okay, why I think you booked it is because 
you did not read it verbatim. You did your little hymns and haws in there. And that's natural, and that's what they mm-hmm. want. They wanted a real couple. So it was conversational. It was, you know, it was, and it sounded like you were talking to somebody, even Good. though the, the female voice wasn't in there. So I think that's why you got it. Good. It was not announcery at all. It was very conversational. And it was also kind of snarky, <laughs> which yeah. I think. Well, again, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, no, you're she, she's right here. So, <laughs> no, we, we, we do that with each other, but in a loving way. So it's, it's kind of, you know how that goes. It's the, it's kind of funny, but I was able to tap into conversations that she and I have had about, you know, what's the best choice on, you know, toilet paper to get or whatever. In this case, it was, you know, cheese. So uh, I was able to get into that. And, you know, something I also I did on purpose was I did do those vocalizations. And I, and I would try to think of it like, okay, I'm interjecting here. I don't always, when I'm replying to Deborah, my wife, I don't always, you know, speak to her. And the first thing out of my mouth is an actual well-enunciated word. Right. It'll be something like, wait a minute, or hey, or oh, or, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. It it will sometimes be something like that. And so that's what I was trying to tap into. You know, I got lucky. It was one of those things I'm like, okay, I I get this guy. I know this guy. Um, And you nailed it. And not only did you nail it, you got a Sovis Award for it. Well, that's really sweet of you. But um, (laughs) here is, you know, and then it it really does kind of come together with uh, the uh, actual spot. Did you choose this cheese? I did choose that cheese. You want to check out this choice of cheese? Are you challenging my cheese choice? I was hoping you'd be a bit choosier with your cheese choices. What cheese did you choose? I chose this cheese, Cracker Barrel Black Ribbon Slices. It's the choicest cheese chosen by the choosiest cheese choosers from the places in America that champion cheese. Your cheese choice is a choosier choice than my cheese choice. Uh, do you want paper or plastic? Hmm, another challenging choice at the checkout. Cracker Barrel Black Ribbon Slices. Cheese wisely. So there, and there's the end of the spot. Ah, and that little kid at the end is really good too. You want paper or plastic? I know that was great. That's a good way. Now, question: Did when you actually um, recorded your um, your lines, was she with on the line with you? No, no. Um, It was a session with um, a couple of directors and then uh, a producer, um, and. I don't, I don't even, I can't recall if the end client was actually there. I think it was just a producer and two directors. Um, but no, she wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I think it would have helped in a way, but, you know, I'm really happy with how it came out. And, you know, uh, I think it's great. It's thank you. It's, and that it's was a cute. national spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I had people call me, Hey, Kevin. Is that how you got this new house? No. <laughs> This is the house automotive paid for, Bobby. <laughs> right, dear? Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> but um, so there's that. So I know another one, Bobby, that I, I was curious to hear about your Charles Schwab gig because I know they started running that during the elections. Deborah and I just actually saw that spot last week, two weeks ago, something like that. And I'm like, OK. Um, so it's really di- surprising because usually they'll, they'll do like, what, a 13 week buy? Yeah, yeah. And um, it's been months and months. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure the agreement reflects that because it was, a, you know, came through a good source and all that good stuff. Yeah, so. but, but that was all over. And, and um, that came from my main manager, my my agent. Okay. The direction is, this is for Charles Schwab. National Charles Schwab, Sp- yeah. We'll need an actor 
someone who can be on set acting our scenes, but will be comfortably doing it in a booth looking at a picture instead. Well, I don't think that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's I, I get that, though. I um, Yeah, they were just saying they really want you to be in the moment, maybe. Yeah, but they overall, they said fun, funny, wry, clever, be able to convey interest, be smart. And most importantly, they need to be an actor that can convey the character behind the person in the pictures. Okay. Okay, so you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not actually speaking. Right. It's, it's more pictures of her and then my voice is her. Yeah, it's almost inner dialogue kind of stuff almost, you know, where you're hearing the voice of the person that's on screen, but they're not speaking. You're not seeing them mouth the words. Right, right. It's not like a dub. So. Right, right. So it's like, this is what this person is thinking about right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a very interesting, um, that was a very interesting uh, session when they were recording. We were on there for a long time. Well, let's do the audition first. Okay. I want to hear, so so you got these notes, must be funny, smart, you know, wry, and convey the person on screen. So here's my audition. We're going to play it. This is Andy, my Schwab financial consultant. And here's Andy listening to my goals and making plans. This is us talking tax smart investing, managing risk, and all the ways Schwab can help me invest and keep costs low. Here's when Andy told me there's no fee to talk to him. I love a good working lunch. Oh, here's me learning about Schwab's satisfaction guarantee. Accountability. It's a Schwab thing. So yeah, Andy and I made a good plan. Find your own Andy at Schwab. Schwab, a modern approach to wealth management. Wow. I mean, I, I I close my eyes and listen to it, and that's just that's quintessential Bobby right there. It, it really is. It is. I mean, it, it sounds it just like you. It sounds just like you, you know. Uh, and I believed you too. Uh, you know, I believed everything you were saying, and it was comfortable. It was feel good. It was all of that stuff. And you know, it, I don't know if that's a hundred percent one thing you can nail down, but cumulatively. That's why you booked all the little nuances, all the little things that, you know, you're comfortable. You, you're, you're very comfortable sounding there. And, yeah, you could tell this person was sharp and that she was fun loving and fun to be around. Oh, so, yeah, all of that stuff, you hit it. And, well, no wonder you booked that. Well, thanks. Yeah. You want to hear the spot? I, I do. Um, and if, you're, um, if you want to check this out, you can probably find it on iSpot.tv where they have a lot of commercials. But it's uh, one of the more recent Charles Schwab campaigns. Yeah, it'll say Andy. Yeah, Andy is the name of it. But yeah, let's hear the audio. This is Andy, my Schwab financial consultant. Here's Andy listening to my goals and making plans. This is us talking tax smart investing, managing risk, and all the ways Schwab can help me invest. This is Andy reminding me how I can keep my investing costs low and that there's no fee to work with them. Here's me learning about Schwab's satisfaction guarantee. Accountability. I like it. So, yeah, Andy and I made a good plan. Find your own Andy at Schwab, a modern approach to wealth management. Yeah, I, I have to confess, Bobby, I have heard that or I've seen the spot several times. It started <laughs> running during the elections. And like I said, Deborah and I, we saw you do it. It was on a couple of weeks ago. We saw it. And so, yeah, we've got that down. And it's just like, like I said, it's quintessential Bobby. It's like there's no mistaking that sound. It's unique, uh, but it's but it, it not unique in a weird way. It's you nail it. And it's just beautiful. Well, thanks. And that was one of the instances, since it was a national spot, where I got calls from friends mm -hmm. who said, did you do 
a spot for an investment company because it sounded so much like my personality. Yeah. And, you know, and that's one of the things I learned um, when one of my coaches that I, you know, trained with over the last year is finally, you know, she was like, Kevin, when you're you, it's so much better. You know, when you're you, you know, just filter you through the script you know, kind of a deal. And that's what I heard in that Charles Schwab spot. And that's what's helped me, you know, increase my bookings. So you and I talk about this, but coaching, you know, training with some really good reputable coaches has been a game changer for me over the last few years. And I I only wish I had, you know, done it sooner. So. And, you know, something about that is when when you see the specs, don't get caught it don't get in your head like mm. i have to be like oh my gosh you know they say be, sound like demi moore sound like uh, oh, scarlett yeah, johansson yeah. don't you don't have to sound like that that celebrity or that actress or actor be you but you're kind of going along with the same vibe as that person as kevin said just you're being yourself so add you to that audition mm-hmm and then they're, they're going to hear it because you're most comfortable with yourself. Yeah, I would almost say start with you and then filter in the reference that they're talking about. Just be thinking about that character. and. But, you know, I, I want to ask you that because I just I mentioned a couple of the, the female voices that you see all the time on Specs. Kind of like we have Scarlett Johansson. Who are the males? That- oh, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. You see, well, crap ton of Sam Elliott. Yep. You see... Uh, Dennis Leary a lot. You see, uh, you see Dennis Haysbert um, from the Allstate commercials quite really? a bit. Yeah. Um, let's see who else. My goodness. Um, you see a lot of John Krasinski, mm-hmm. you know, from The Office, mm-hmm. and you know he's gone on to so much other great stuff. Matt Damon now and then. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman ad nauseum. Yeah. But the Morgan Freeman reference has gone away. Uh, as as has the Sam Elliott some. Those Have you are, noticed they're getting younger? The, yeah, the celebrities are getting younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, that's, a lot younger. Yeah, and then there's some. I go, well, who's this? And I got to look them up. Yeah. Always look it up. By the way, it always. If you Absolutely. don't know who it is, look up a video of the person. Um, you know who needs to be doing a lot of voiceover work, and I know he's doing some. Is James Spader? Do you know James Spader oh, from yeah. Blacklist? Mm-hmm. He is so good. He is just. He is so good. Anyway, it's uh, funny because if you go look up some of the top um, talent agencies, you'll see a lot of those celebrities in the voiceover talent mm-hmm. roster, and you think, "Oh wow, they're we're going up against them." Yeah, you know, for some jobs. Yeah, and that's the truth, Ruth. That is so funny. Uh, Jeff Bridges is another one, by the way. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the more. Uh, oh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all right. I, I, I cannot. Or he rolls the boogers in his fingers. Oh yeah, in the Lincoln commercials. <laughs> I can't do if they reference a Matthew McConaughey. I so try. I try so hard to just put on a little Texas drawl, mm-hmm. but I can't help but to go into Matthew McConaughey, you know, and just I, I do the audition with my shirt off, y'all. Play the bongos. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's pretty good. Uh, well, it's it's never booked me anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't want Matthew McConaughey. No, no, no. They, they want, want somebody. Kevin. They want they want Kevin channeling Matt, little Matthew Texas drawl. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'll I'll go on to this next one that I did, and this was a really fun spot. It's a new. Um, it's like a Keurig. It's a Bruvy. 
uh, Bruvi Coffee Maker, B-E-R-U-V-I. But it's really cool. It's like uh, a Keurig on steroids. It has a lot of great features, and it does, uh, you know, better for the environment, apparently. And I'm not slamming one company or another, but it, this just is the specs of this thing. I recall the specs. Uh, they sent a great reference of this guy that was uh, pitching some resealable plastic containers that are in between like a baggie and a closable lid plastic container. But okay. They're, but it's this guy, and he's brilliant. He is hilarious. He's got this dry wit about him, and he's he's just so funny without trying. But, you know, he's just really, really funny. So So they gave him as a reference, but, you know, clever, witty, ability to improv. Um, and I'm like, I can do that. Okay, that's Kevin. Kevin's a smart ass. That's right up his alley. <laughs> so with that being said, um, this was uh, the first few seconds of the actual audition. The perfect cup of coffee. Only attained by the most skilled of hands. Wait. Oh, we're doing the Bruvy thing. Ah, Bruvy is here to shatter everything you know or think you know about pod-based coffee. Let's do it. We're talking coffee so strong, smooth, and full-bodied, you won't believe it was brewed from a pod. It's like your own little countertop coffee house, minus the barista with the attitude. Because life is too short for bad coffee. And this brainy brewer wants you to enjoy every drop. And you know where bad coffee usually comes from? The bad side of being down. No, coffee pods. Anyway. Oh, so, that's awesome. And uh, a fair amount of what you just heard was ad-libbed, improv Was it really? Yeah. And so, and that was one of the things that they said that they liked is, you know, uh, the improv. And, you know, I have uh, some people to thank for that. Scott Parkin, for one, just for inspiration, mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've been together in the same room and I've, I've gotten his vibe, but I've actually done some uh, hardcore improv training here in Nashville with the improv group you know, here. And it's helped. Uh, Jace Patrick, you know, Jace? Yeah. yeah. We were in one of the classes together. So okay. that was a lot of fun. He and I had a lot of fun uh, doing that. Oh, if you have if you have an improv class in your town, uh, take it. Yeah. it. It's amazing. And it's fun, too. It is so much fun. And, and, and uh, a couple of things I've booked over the last few months have been improv related. Um, and so I'm, I'm starting to trying to maximize that or capitalize on that and going, okay, I I'm having some success there. Mm-hmm. I'm getting some traction there. So take more chances. And that, you know, actually listening back to that, I'm like, gosh, I don't know why, you know, it to me kind of sounded a little bit lame. The actual spot sounded a lot better. Um, and I'm just thankful that I got the gig. But I think they liked the improv and that I was, you know, trying to be clever and trying to be funny. And um, I like how yeah. you kind of jumped around. You were a different personality in the beginning. And then you went into the rye kind of guy and, and, yeah, I can see why you definitely built. Can we hear it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, j- just so you know, and that's how that spot kind of went. They were like this, the opening one, they wanted it to sound kind of suave and kind of, you know, like this is some elegant coffee yes. maker. And then you go into the character. Right, right, right. The perfect cup of coffee, only attained by the most skilled of hands. Wait, oh, we're doing the Bruvy thing. There it is. Ah. Bruvy is here to shatter everything you know or think you know about pod-based coffee. Let's go. We're talking coffee so strong, smooth, and full-bodied. You won't believe it was brewed from a pod. It's like your own little countertop coffee house without the barista with the attitude. Because life is too short for bad coffee. And this brainy brewer wants you to enjoy every drop. And you know where bad coffee usually comes from? Coffee pods. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's uh, it was a lot of fun to do. And I... Uh, 
I do. I start singing the Folgers jingle in that. Really? And, yeah. And they go, and you know, it's written intentionally in the script. Oh, that's copyrighted. And so I have to stop, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I was able to improv a little bit around that. They said, try some different things. And it was truly why we do this job was to be able to do a session like that where you're able to have fun, where you're able to just ham it up and go, they like me. Mm-hmm. They really like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you love those sessions. So it, it kind of went like that. And they were just so pleased with all the stuff that I brought to the table. So so consider that. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot, you know, just from listening to what you did um, you know, on your auditions. And the big, the big thing now, and you see this a lot with the, the national spots especially, they don't want announcers anymore. It's all mm. conversational or characters or just, you know, you'll hear some voices and think, oh, my gosh, how did they get that job? That's what they want. They want yeah. the everyday person. And a lot of the uh, the specs now will say, well, if you have comedic abilities, yes. put them in there mm-hmm. because it's just it's it's different. Yeah. And I'll share this. If, if a spot says real next door neighbor uh, you know, conversational, any kind of direction that leans that way, feel free to take a chance on a little bit of improv. Um, there, when Bobby's talking about when they say comedic, and if they say improv in there, oh yeah, they want some Definitely. improv. Yeah, yeah. I do mean, it. do it. I mean, you know, but if if you get hints of you know, hey, really conversational, you know, can't sound like an announcer at all, you know, feel free to mix it up with some improv. You know, put some vocalizations in there and go. Hey, Bobby? Yeah. You know, just any little trick. I mean, it's going to help stand out against the next guy. And always make sure your audio is top-notch. You're not yeah. you know, you're not sending them a bad because as Kent, we were talking about this earlier, if there's four people being considered, you know, they're going to throw out the one that has the bad audio behind them. Yeah. So, you just lost your job just because your studio didn't sound up to par. Yeah. And, you know, feel free to reach out to friends, you know, people that might have more experience with tech than you and say, hey, you know, check this out. Let me know, you know, be blunt with me. Tell me if I need to tweak this, whatever. You know, you got to get your audio right for sure, uh, because it all adds up to booking that audition. Yeah. And don't be frustrated when you audition and then you hear or see the spot and it's totally different from what the specs <laughs> yeah. were because it happens all the time. That happens. You know, the director just decides to go in a different direction or you threw something in during that session that they went, hey, we never thought it could be like this. And totally went, you know, a different sound totally for the spot. Yeah. You can't get your feelings hurt. Do the audition. Send it. You know, do it according to the specs. You know, make sure you fit the specs and send it and then forget it. There's the facts. This whole episode, by the way, of the Middle Class VO podcast, is we're talking about auditions and, you know, successes we've had and trying to help you too, listening, you know, but I'll go back and listen to my auditions like a week or two later mm-hmm. and just go, oh, Kev, you screwed the pooch, you know, funny? and yep. yeah, and I'm like, uh, and then I'll listen to others and I'm like, man, I should be considered for this one, you know, um, and, and maybe you are, but you got to remember there's only one opening. For that job that <laughs> dozens and dozens and hundreds and hundreds in some cases are applying for. So you can't get your feelings hurt. Why didn't they pick me? Well, because it's a numbers game in, in a lot of ways. But you got to be, you got to have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed and your skills sharp and your audio good. And it all adds up to a good audition. And 
just be different because you might be that one person, though. You know, don't don't go with the status quo because you could be. And, and don't get frustrated. Just keep auditioning. Forget it. Move on to the next one. Okay. And a little tease, a little tease. Uh, yeah, I know. This is – Bobby and I have been talking about this back and forth for a while. And uh, we – we feel like we have something to offer. And, you know, I've been mentoring some people just on the side just to kind of do it. And uh, Bobby and I, if you, you probably picked up on this, but we love to give back. We like to help people. Uh, with that being said, this podcast takes a crap ton of time to do and produce and all that good stuff. So what we thought we would do is bring it to you uh, in another way and do a middle-class VO workout. We interrupt your regularly scheduled Middle Class VO podcast with this breaking news story. I'm Gern Blankley. And more importantly, I'm Patricia Van Weatherington. Officials at McVop have just informed us that they'll be hosting a Middle Class VO workout Monday, May the 10th. That's right, Pat. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central, the so-called Middle Class VO workout will be hosted via Zoom, where voice actors will read from various genres of voiceover. Apparently such genres as commercial, automotive, e-learning, radio imaging, political, and others, G-Man. Indeed, Patty Melt. Reports indicate that Society of Voice Arts winning voice actors Kevin Kilpatrick and Bobby Maxwell, well, that doesn't sound like a name her mother gave her, will offer feedback, guidance, and direction based on their unique experience and perspective. Officials inform us the nominal fee will be $45 for each voice actor and includes a minimum of two times on mic during two to three hours of rigorous instruction and fun. Oh, two to three hours of rigorous instruction and fun, or what your husband calls Saturday night. Hey, oh, sounds like quite a good time there, Patty Cake, Patty Cake Bakers man. It's Patricia. Apple. Recapping our top story, Middle Class VO Zoom Workout, Monday, May 10th, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. For more information or to register, email middleclassvo at gmail.com. Again, that's middleclassvo at gmail.com. Yeah, so they've won awards for their podcast. What do they call the awards? The, uh, the potties? <laughs> we now resume the Middle Class VO podcast already in progress. Workouts are just fun and informative, and you always will take away something with it. So we're looking forward to working with you. Until next time, this is uh, Kevin Kilpatrick in Nashville, and Bobby is also in Nashville. In Nashville! woo <laughs> And my wife, uh, my legal wife, is back there somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we will talk to you next time on the Middle Class VO Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe and like and tell a friend. Bye-bye now. The Middle Class VO Podcast is a K2 Media Productions production. All views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests. The McVob Jingle was written and produced by Kevin. Co-produced and performed by Chloe Dolandis. Additional engineering by Zach Zimmett. Bobby's Hair and Makeup by Rebecca Adlita. Kevin's Wardrobe by Slippery Pete's Fashion Emporium. All previous episodes are available for download on Podbean. For the Middle Class VO Podcast, I'm Tracy Thibodeau. I'm Lisa Lou Perry. Thanks for listening. And don't miss the next episode of The Middle Class VO Podcast. The Middle Class VO Podcast.